Hey everyone, welcome to another bright and beautiful day and another episode of Chop Maoni. I'm your yeah. host Sophie. And I'm Wangari. How are you doing Wangari? I am sour sour today. Mm-hmm. I am uh, feeling fresh, mm. refreshed after a short vacation. And uh, But today I'm busy. Today why? I have like 59,000 things to do. Why? I don't even know why. <laughs> Maybe it's the price of taking a vacation. Everything uh, needs to be done when you come back. Is it domestic stuff or is it work stuff? It's a, mm, a mix. mixture. It's a mixture. Yeah. So I have today this recording, of course. Yeah. Then I have an interview with someone on for to work at my place. Uh-huh. Um, that's at around noon. Yeah. Then I have uh, my book, our book and wine club. Yeah, that going for. that's not work. That is R and R. That is yes, yes. But hey, you know you have to read the books and you have to be on top. <laughs> you so have to it's be kind of work a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's good work. And then I have to meet a friend of mine for dinner. A friend of mine who's in town. So oh, today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So bring them to the. Wine huh? club and then have, have dinner and a drink. <laughs> then you can sit in the corner and discuss. You know? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a, a long, hectic day. Mm-hmm. I don't have much going on. Um, I have one of those mornings where Saturdays are just chaotic in my house. Mm. Um, I'm trying to come here to the studio, but then I have to leave the kids in a sort of state of readiness for their day, <laughs> which is Do madness. Do kids still cry when you leave? Do they cry at Not all? anymore. Um, today they were like, bye, mommy. I was like, mm. what were they doing when they were saying goodbye? Were they uh, watching they TV? They were getting ready to watch PJ Masks. Okay. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, they're in a good place. They don't, uh, they don't cry anymore. And mm. they're really excited when we come home. Mm. Yeah, but it's just getting them going, getting them cleaned and dressed and mm. getting their breakfast going so that whoever is coming in to sort them out at least has that out of the way. Mm-hmm. So it's hectic. I mean, I, I, I always thought that when they got older, they would need me less. Mm-hmm. But it feels like it. it I, I have to eat till they are 12. Oh, mine, mine are, well, <laughs> uh, Mungi is self-sufficient pretty much now. Yeah. He takes himself to bed, which is I do, awesome. I, it blows my mind. In fact, yesterday I was looking at him. Yeah. And he he's going to be six. And I was just looking. I was like, this boy used to fit on my lap. I used to, you know, carry him everywhere. Yeah. Now I can barely, like, lift I him. can't lift him. <laughs> he's got... Thoughts and concerns yeah. and opinions and he's just I was just looking at him like my God I can't believe it but him he's self-sufficient yeah. my small one if she sees me even look at the door <laughs> oh my God but I think it's most I think mainly it's because I've been tra- I travel a lot yeah so when I'm gone and I'm going for a few days it's a little bit I yeah. feel it's a little bit traumatic for her she's always, when I look at the door she's like mommy are you going oh you're coming back yeah. It's hard. I, I still have to sneak out of the house. You do? She's turning three in December. Yeah. So. Hopefully by next December, she'll be like, see ya. And then I'll be sad. I'll and be like, you, you used to cry for me. <laughs> Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's such a funny thing watching your kids grow because mm-hmm. they seem to be doing it very slowly. Mm-hmm. And yet but so, so fast. fast at the same time, <laughs> you know. Some days you're like, just be be 18. I, I, I keep looking at um, posts from friends on their social media platforms. And, they're, and they're, I'm the same age as these friends. Mm-hmm. And they have pictures of their kids in high school. Mm. 
And I'm like, I can't when even imagine. will that be me? On the one hand, I'm like, we're never going to get there. Mine will never get to high school. But can you remember the time when, I remember the time, my young ones, I, was wonder, I used to wonder, what will their voice sound like when they start talking, when they start yeah. saying words? Yeah. And now I'm like, can you please let mommy have five minutes? <laughs> because you need to stop talking. Yeah. Huh? yeah. I come home, Mwangi, literally, like literally this boy yeah. follows me. Like, I go to the study, he's behind me. I go to the bedroom, he's behind me. Asking me questions. <laughs> I'm like, Paka, yesterday I just turned to him and I'm like, Mwangi, please I've just come home. Yeah. Please just give me five minutes. Eh? And he looked at me like, five Why? minutes? <laughs> but it's what I wished for. I wanted to hear him talk. Yeah. I wanted him to have opinions. To and follow he you. he has that in a bag of chips. Yeah. You guy. It's, uh. it's, so, it's so interesting. Right now, coming on to Christmas, mm. if you go into Ooh, the my malls, favorite time of year. it's so exciting. So the malls are ready. They're ready. The yeah. lights are up. In fact, I'm thinking of putting up my Christmas tree. You should because I'm the malls have it. done it. Yeah. yeah. So every time we go and I take Pendo, she's like, it's tomorrow Christmas. <laughs> she's so into it. And I don't know what it is she thinks it's about. Mm. I know that she knows there's a present component, mm-hmm. but she's just <laughs> <Present> like, <laughs> she's like, I need this day to come. And mm. she has this dress that her grandmother got her last Christmas. Mm. So she, she started wearing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is good. a Christmas dress yeah. in preparation. Mm. But I feel a lot of anxiety about rushing into the season. Like we, we're barely on the second week of November, but mm. we're already projecting. Why are you anxious? Because I don't feel like I'm ready for the for the. Why do you have to be ready? You just be ready for joy. No, it's the season to be merry. It is, but you know that season is short. There's a lot of pressure. That's why we're starting now. (laughs) And mine starts now. Yeah. And ends end of January. It never ends. Yeah. (laughs) It is a season, like literally. It is a season. It's and it's a short, fast one. So Mm. you have to take it all in, Mm. and you know you have to focus on the things that are important to you but a lot of it is also in reflection at least for me now it's reflecting mm-hmm. on the year that has been mm-hmm. and i i've found this very interesting article of a lady who does her reflections mm-hmm. her annual reflections in november so instead mm-hmm. of making resolutions in january mm-hmm. which is you know the tradition and the mm-hmm. norm mm-hmm. she makes them early in november mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she takes off maybe a weekend away by herself. Mm. I don't know if she's married or with children, but she's like, she spends this weekend just going through and seeing how did I do this year and how can I be better next year? Mm-hmm. And I thought... Makes sense. November is a good time to do and that, I think. And it's less, you know, it's not yeah, as Because you want to enjoy your December and you already know what you're going to do in January. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking that is something actually I want to do for myself this year too. Reflect in November and mm. see how how I can be better so that when January starts, I'm just like, yes, yeah, let's get this going. I think that, I think that's really, it's a very important to reflect. Yeah. Uh, but in the same group of friends who are talking, who like do these vision boarding yeah. sessions where, you know, where do you see yourself next year? What are your plans for this year? Yeah. To be honest, I'm not into that at all. Like vision boarding, I don't really feel like made an impact before on my business. So I don't feel like those goals that I set are, are realistic and maybe it's also kind of the <laughs> the group effect because you know you always want to talk about I don't know you feel like you want to highlight your achievements yeah. maybe more than they were yeah. and maybe uh, or highlight your challenges more than, than they, they were, were so that you get because it's the group effect you want to tell your story I just don't feel like 
it's very useful for me. I do think self-reflection is good. Mm-hmm. Maybe reflection with my team. Yeah. I am thinking of looking. I I want to have like a annual retreat this year. Just a one-day retreat with my with my company to yeah. talk about that. That I find very useful. Mm-hmm. Our successes, our challenges, and this is just mainly in terms of my work. Yeah, not, not really in terms of the personal. Yeah. Um, you know, or our successes, what our challenges, what our goals for next year, so that we move together as a team. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be useful. But this kind of vision boarding, I'm kind of like... You've, yeah. In fact, that whole plan came up and I was like, uh, no, I, I'll come me. afterwards for the food, but uh, <laughs> I'm not there for the yeah. vision but boarding session. But what if that's what is missing in our group, is that we're not saying... What is the goal of this? Is it just to... But we have been saying, haven't we been doing the pictures? vision? No, given given what you feel about it now, yeah. it's, it's very possible that mm. we've just made it a social event mm-hmm. that has no real impact mm. really going forward because mm-hmm. we've just spent that day cutting out pictures and putting them on a sticky board and saying, mm-hmm. I want this for my life. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to actual ex- execution... We've not really, it, we've not really attained what that was yeah. for us. I mean, is a vision board just doing the vision board in the beginning of the year and then throwing it away, or are yeah. there, you know, check-ins and that type of thing, which maybe might make it more useful? Yeah, to have but, a check-in. Um, I don't know. I think maybe in that same group of friends, it's it's fine to do that. It's like a social event. Yeah. You do it and it's fun, and then it ends there. Yeah. I don't think that group is equipped for. I think I don't think the entire group, the way we have structured it's, it and we use it. Yeah. Is good. As this is just uh, for for the people out there. This is just a group of friends that we've known Forever. along the way, and we, <laughs> you know, we hang out as uh, a group of girlfriends, actually. Yeah. And uh, we do. I don't think we've structured ourselves that way. We're structured just to talk and laugh and mm-hmm. talk about maybe some things that are happening in the news, but we don't. Um, I don't know. It's not. It's not structured in its entirety as it is. Yeah. As like a business encouraging or socially supporting group like if one person is going through challenges it's not more often than not they don't come to the group and say oh i'm having this challenge can you guys help me it's yeah. more like a, you know you go to the one or two people that you have in the group and you talk about it yeah um and i don't think it makes sense to make it what it is not because right. people join that group and are happy For with it as things. it is yeah um but you know that you don't have to you have other people that you can turn to or there are people individuals in the group you can turn to or mm-hmm. completely other friends or mm-hmm. groups that you can turn to. Which yeah. for me, I think is, that makes sense. You don't have to force a group to be what it's not. Exactly. Because hmm. then people tend to pull away from that. Yeah. But as long as people are getting from it what they expected, then mm-hmm. it serves its purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in terms of also making goals, do you ever, with your family, with your nuclear family, do you ever make family goals? Um, we do have some. Like, so for example, we say, okay, we want to, we would like to move from our apartment and we would like to, we don't do it as a family, we do it just me and. <laughs> that is the family. Yeah. Because the kids don't, <laughs> the at kid this age, <laughs> they don't understand that. They don't sit that. and ask their opinions, not yet. Hey, yeah. Although Bongi gives us his opinions. Which is a good thing, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, with you and Bogwa, do you Yeah, have... we think about like, okay, we would mm-hmm. like to move to a house maybe in five years. Mm-hmm. Then we need to set in the plans in motion. Mm-hmm. What do we need to do now to yeah. do that? Yeah. Uh, the kids' school, where, what is our vision for their schooling? Do yeah. we want it to, what direction do we want it to go in? Yeah. What's the vision for our different work? Like if when he when he's if if he's in a job or if he wants to move or if he wants to stay, we yeah. talk about it and yeah. you know what's the effect of that. My company, what's the effect? Yeah, we, we talk about stuff like that. We don't sit and be like, okay, now. on the fifth of October <laughs> we're going to sit and have a full day session, write notes. No, no, no. But yeah. we do talk about it. 
in terms of but do you, know, you do it regularly and then do you like have a check-in and we see? check it we no we don't it's not structured yeah but we we talk about it we implement and then at non-structured intervals yeah. we're like dude this is working way, this is not working yeah we need to think of something new yeah yeah we have that too but ours is quite structured mm-hmm. so we actually have a plan um we write it down really yeah mm-hmm. it's a document mm-hmm. so and we call it your the, manifesto it's our manifesto <laughs> so we call it the gitonga family goals mm-hmm. yeah and we put in there everything that we can think of at that moment and then we actually have a check-in mm-hmm. time when we're like uh how far did you go with you said you wanted to do this are you moving forward with that or mm. has it since been shelved are you pivoting into something else um there's always that dream of this year we want to do this we want to you know go these places mm. we want to save so much money or mm. invest so much money um but financial goal usually tops that list mm. um there's always, always a financial goal that is indicated in there it doesn't always get met in fact mm. more often than not it's not mm-hmm. met do any of your goals get met some, some do mm-hmm. yes um and I what remember, do you do when they get met do you like celebrate we or? do celebrate mm-hmm. um we do have a when we have that check in we're like okay yes this one did this and then we make a plan to mm-hmm. to celebrate that mm-hmm. achievement um that but, sounds really interesting maybe we it, should implement that yeah too. i kind of like it because mm-hmm. it um i'm one of those people who I strongly believe in if it's not written then it doesn't get done. Mm. It absolutely will not get done and having that thing written for me it I have it's a reference I have to keep seeing it and I put mm. it in a place where it keeps coming back to me and I keep going back to it. Mm-hmm. So so for me writing is is a very powerful exercise. Mm. And so that's why we do it like that and mm. we send it to each other. <laughs> and then we have an, a calendar alert mm. that says, "Oh yes, by now you should have done that thing you said <laughs> pressure what do you think about it now huh? do you um, are you able to share some of the achievements you guys have made yeah I, i i think a big one for us was in terms of determining our careers and making different movements in the career so ever since i stopped doing the forensic thing on a on a full scale i've wanted to do this writing in in different ways so that was one of the things that we wrote down at least for me so we make both personal and and family goals because i think your personal life really affects your your marriage life mm-hmm. and if you're not able to be happy in your personal life because you're not you know living your dream or meeting your goals and it's it's going to you know affect your your mm-hmm. spouse in indirectly or directly so one of those was that deciding for sure if i wanted to get into this writing and what that would would take and involve mm-hmm. And so we made that as a goal. Um we've made goals to to move also we are thinking about building where to build. So we're making plans to do that in 2022 mm-hmm. to move and have a place where we are to have a place built by 2022. By either started or built mm-hmm. in the process. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the goal 2022. Um mm-hmm. it's frightening because 2022 is not <laughs> far. And so that means then you have to make the financial plans to get there. Mm. Uh, we keep fantasizing about you know retiring and what that would take, how much money would need to live off. Mm. And it's it's frightening because we are nowhere close to it, mm. but um we've had challenges, financial challenges because we've had health issues mm. from our youngest crop up suddenly and have depleted many of our accounts. So mm. 
and that has been a great lesson that will go into the next goal like mm. how, how do we shore up our finances so that when we have these shocks it doesn't mm. do what it has done to us mm. this this past year so yeah fin- the financial goals remains top of the list mm-hmm. um it's a big one and it it continues to evolve and mm. yeah mm. Yeah, another that's, one is baptism, which hopefully will get done uh, sometime this That's century. because you're responsible for that and I have delegated. <laughs> so I am moving on. Well, Make that your, as your, your goal. Your, your designated pastor is... She should be back, I, I think. I mm-hmm. hope. <laughs> I shall follow up. I shall do my part as I as you do your part. But yeah. So there's that. I think then you also make goals for your for your own children. You know, mm-hmm. like this is what I'd like them f- for them to do. Mm-hmm. So now Pendo is starting formal school in the January, Yay! like proper with school uniform and textbooks. She even has a uniform. Yeah. So oh, she'll be going to Nova, and uh-huh. they have uniform. Uh-huh. So that's exciting. Uh-huh. Um, and i keep i have this image of her in class and whether she'll be a good student mm-hmm. and whether she'll be attentive and you know whether she'll be she'll enjoy it mm-hmm. all of those things i have already pictured them and mm-hmm. f- from her her current excitement she likes she loves the idea of going to school mm-hmm. she talks about it incessantly mm-hmm. so that's exciting to me but her, in the future i i i keep thinking where will she go with this what mm-hmm. will be her her desires and her goals mm-hmm. and then for the younger one too where sh- what shall she do next year? Mm. She's two, yes, but what will her life be about mm. in 2020? Mm. Yeah, she should be going for play yeah. dates. She should be organized or should mm. I just leave her to mm. find her own amusement? So far, <laughs> so far the kids love school. Yeah. In the beginning, uh, when we took Jerry to her first school, she hated it. Yeah. And now the school she's at, she loves it. They mm. sing all the time. So that means she's always singing and yeah. always directing the music selection <laughs> in the car. She wants this, she wants that, she yeah. wants that. So she's very musical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm v- actually, I'm very happy that they love school. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a component of you and making sure that they are mm-hmm. on track and that they love school. Yeah. Um, I remember when the, the first school that she went to, she was not happy. Her mm. whole demeanor would change when she thinks she's going to the school. Yeah. So it was our responsibility to kind of remove her from that situation yeah. because loving school is a is a significant is a important component of you being a successful person. person like and just yeah. finding what your interests are. Yeah. Um, so we take a very active role in school. We always go for all the events, but even after school or even with the teacher, we talk about when I go to picking Mwangi from school. We have like five minutes with the teacher. What do they do today? Mm-hmm. Did he have fun? Yeah. What is he like? What are the things he's leaning to? Who are his friends? What are the things he's struggling with? Yeah. Who did he fight with today? Like just the whole kind of shabag and living through it. Yeah. And then saying, okay, you know, if if you're really excelling in a certain area, how can we make it so that you continue to sharpen your skill in that area? Yeah. Um, you know, if they're, I always envision like if they, when they're doing history or GHC and saying, oh, you know, the Abadeus Mountains, we're like, you know what, this weekend, we're going to take a road trip to and there. go see that. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing, you know. Yeah. Uh, or Mount Kenya, let's drive to Nanyuki and Onyeri or Meru. And yeah. Look at the mountain. This is what you're learning about, you mm-hmm. know, or the different tribes. You talk, or if you're even history, like if Jomo Kenyatta and the, the Kapanguria Six, mm-hmm. where they were, I would love, I've always wanted to go to Kapanguria, by we the way. We should just go. Um, I would love to take them there and we look at the cell and the place and just imagine. Because, you know, you always think about Kapanguria, you never, like, what was it like? You I know? have no idea. Where what was it this looks place? Like. Why yeah. was he taken to such a far place, you know? Yeah. 
So do you make those things real? It makes it much easier to remember for examinations and things like that. And, and also, just for life. Yeah, you, you just get a, an appreciation for the actuality and reality of, of things. So I'm very excited about, I feel like I go to school with my <laughs> with children them. every day. And I, I, when they come back home, I'm always like, so what did you learn today? Uh-huh. And then, and then uh, it's also exciting to me. I kind of live vicariously through them yeah. because obviously I don't have a life. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see that it's such an interesting time to be a parent, um, especially if you have young children right now. Mm-hmm. It's and the uh, concern with like you, you know, YouTube and and everything. Yeah, all those things. Yeah, that's my one of my main concerns. Is how much is too much? All of it is too much. <laughs> all I promise. I feel like that's one of the things I'm really, really struggling with. I I have a serious phone addiction. And you yourself. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I am confessing. I need help, thoughts, prayers, exorcism. <laughs> what do you, what do you what do you usually use on your phone? Is it like Twitter or It's everything. Or? It's news. Mm-hmm. So my excuse is that I'm catching up on the news. <laughs> um that's how I get away with it. But I f- I find myself taking tangents and going off and reading mm-hmm. about everything that is nothing. And it's it's really exhausting if if I admit to it, I'm mm. tired. I'm tired of doing it, but mm. I, I feel like I'm just drawn to it constantly. Mm. So I'm trying to find a way to just be like. And the, one of the best things that I did is on Sundays, I started not using my phone at all on Sundays. So what I do is I put it in my handbag and I put it in another room. So it rings, mm. it does whatever it does, mm. and I look at it like at 7 p.m. Mm. And that has worked so yeah. well. Actually, when I put my phone away, I typically I forget it, it. But if it's on me... yeah. My eyes are on it. <laughs> That's what I am yeah. struggling with. You would be with. tired and you'd be like, I need to sleep, but your eyes are I like, we are yeah. not sleeping. Yeah. yeah. So I'm needing to sequester it in a whole other place mm. away from me so that I don't hear it pinging, zinging, dropping, <laughs> talking to itself or doing whatever it does to just the light and everything yeah so that's one of the things i'm trying to and also now with the kids because it follows yeah because mm. what i'll do is i'll put them on the tv and then i'll be on my phone so mm. each of us is on our yeah medium yeah of interest so there's a problem with them being on the tube yeah you know constantly and then there's this other problem of me being on this disengaged. other side everybody disengaged everyone is disengaged so i want to figure out how to when i'm with them to spend actual quality face mm. time with them. I don't know if you have a strategy for being with your kids and actually being not working, not not mm. not finding other things to do because work can always be found yeah. constantly. I can find yeah. work in minutes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So for me what I do, yeah. Um I mean, I've not figured it out to be honest, but uh I try to be present in the moment my children need me to be present. So yes, I definitely find out we definitely find ourselves Jerry's on an iPad, Moggy's yeah. on an iPad, yeah. I'm on my phone, Bogwa is yeah. on the TV, whatever. Yeah. And we're all we're all in the same room, but we're <laughs> but, all in our separate mediums. Yeah. Um and we find that happening more often than not. But then yeah. and I'll be watching something and then Mongi will come to me and be like, Mommy, I want to go and color and I'm like Go. Oh, <laughs> I was in the middle of watching this. <laughs> And I'm very tempted to be like, Wangi, I'm watching this. Yeah. You need to go and do something. But then what I do, I, I, I commit to myself. I'm like, whatever he needs or whatever my daughter needs, Jerry, yeah. I'll stop doing what I'm doing and engage with them. So they'll come up with random things. They'll be like, mom, let's race in the corridor. And I'm like, oh, I was just in the middle of this. And I'll be like, oh, fine, put it away. Yeah. And we race up and down. And then by the time we're done doing our activity, yeah. I've even forgotten what I was doing with this other useless thing, thing I was reading. Yeah. Because... 
he, we get active, we talk, we laugh. Uh, maybe he says something that I would not have known because he's feeling particularly engaging. Because you know, kids they never they never share. Yeah. But if you open yourself to them, you'll find they'll tell you something like, "Oh, you know, uh, my friend and I this time we fought and we fought about X and I'll be like, "Oh, you know, sometimes you know that you give them whatever mm-hmm. words of wisdom to help them through life, whatever." Yeah. So I think it's really important to mm. I try to do that as much as possible. But yes, definitely we find ourselves in our own little yeah, f- the four worlds of <laughs> our family, you know, revolving about what we're watching. Yeah. Um sometimes they also when they're watching, they also get tired and they, they put their do. thing down and maybe I'm in the middle of something and I'm like, "Oh my god, please, you know, you need to go back to <laughs> go back to what you are watching because I'm not ready to engage Indeed, right now." Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's like horrific when they do that and you're like, "No." Yeah. But you just have to be like, "Dude, Yeah. You need to be there. I wonder if it's in part because of the way our living has been designed now. Um I think growing up it was different because we lived in an estate mm-hmm. and there was a place for kids to play. Mm-hmm. It was a designated area. Mm-hmm. And even if it was not designated, the kids found places to play. Mm-hmm. So the place was secure, it was fenced in, so you were not concerned that your kid would wander off or get mm-hmm. knocked down by a car or snatched. Mm-hmm. Of the street, mm. so there was that. It was designed for families, mm. especially people with children. So then the kids could go out at, at least, and mm. then they didn't have to be on their devices. Mm. Because right now, when I think of it, I, I live in a place that has almost 500 homes. Mm. So if I and if I say to my four, three-year-old, "Go out," <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> where, where she's gone to, mm. who she's met up with. You know, so it's it's so much easier for me to have her in the house, even mm-hmm. if I'm not with her, but she's on on something mm-hmm. else. But where I grew up, you could actually open the door and let your three year old wander off because there was mm-hmm. always some activity, there was always someone, yeah. and the kids kind of segregated themselves by their ages. Mm-hmm. So the three year olds would congregate and make their mm-hmm. own play, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So there was that shared responsibility of of minding children. Mm. But now where we live in our estates many places don't have mm. a space for kids to be this you know mm. this car park the the cars have taken up all the space yeah. the kids can't play football because then they'll break somebody's mm. windscreen they can't walk to Adams Arcade like we used to because yeah. they'll get knocked down by mm. crazy flying matatus there's no footpaths anymore mm-hmm. So I I don't know if we've we've done that to ourselves mm. in you know and then denied our kids this opportunity to be children and then yeah our solution has been watch YouTube. I know. It's good for you. Uh, <laughs> even in our where uh, apartment where we live. Yeah. We have a pool that nobody uses. And one of the things I had proposed in our group was we need to tear down this pool. Yeah. Make it a green space yeah. so kids can go and play football, talk mm-hmm have party whatever it is that they need to do yeah. a social place instead of them playing playing in the car parks between the cars yes. and stuff yeah but you know we never really think about our kids in the construct like in when you're building your homes yeah. kids you can't just leave your kids in the pool and walk you, know, you can leave them in the playground but you yeah, can't just you leave, can leave them you know, in the water, and, yeah. and people are unwilling to disengage from what they're doing to come and watch the kid yeah. swimming and yeah. you can't send the nanny, nanny because the nanny doesn't know how to swim if something happens is drama all around right so and also she it's your kid yeah so i mean <laughs> this this concept of uh, making uh, 
designing an environment to be kid friendly and I, I was reading this thing I think in Europe mm-hmm. where they actually got kids to design a city <gasps> the kids mm. sat down a whole group of kids they decided okay what would the city look like if you had to live it so they you know little underground tunnels mm-hmm. and play areas and wide walkways and yeah. green area like it was such a wonderful and they actually implemented I, for, I forget where it was I'll, in the comments I'll, when I find it I'll put it in the comments yeah um, but it was such a wonderful place to live and adults loved it yeah. you know so kind of from the kids perspective it was a win-win because it was good for the kids and good for the parents yeah. and good for families um the work area like when when they were asked where will your mom and your and your dad work they made sure that the offices were very close to the home so that the kids could come to the office or the kids yeah. could go home so those kind of kind of very family oriented um but you see now as the way we are they the houses are next to the highway there's yeah. no playground noise there's pollution no footpath, there's that? no fun in how we live there are no underground nooks and crannies reading areas cafes there's a disco yeah. on this side there's a yeah. church on this side <laughs> it's just all adult a railway yeah. On, yeah. yeah 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 it's yes and that's really affecting i think it's affecting us and that's mm. why we are retreating to these Cocoons. Uh, cocoons because mm. we're like we have no places really to socialize mm. either as adults or as children or yeah. as families mm. there's no like meet me at the park i have yeah. to drive 30 30 minutes to get to the park yeah. that just defeats. it has to be like a, you have to wake up and make a plan to do it as, as opposed to <laughs> let's you can just pop outside and yeah. do it let's yeah. pop out let's take a walk let's yeah. take the strollers and little bikes yeah. and little roller yeah. skates they do that well in europe in the us they have like parks little parks everywhere that people can access mm-hmm. we don't do that as well in in kenya Manoir is that I mean especially in the cities yeah. because in the village that is you don't need a swimming pool but the kids somehow find ways yeah. to play within mm. so villages actually have the better design yeah because it's <laughs> all in the greenery there's not that much construction and roads, roads. everything is in nature yeah so i mean i grew up on a farm mm-hmm. and it was just wonderful because yeah. you walk out your door there there plants these animals these trees these insects you can climb trees you can make bow and arrows you can yeah. dig up things you know it was yeah. it was this much uh, more fulfilling life that's in, really engaged with nature and the world mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know who who how do we change that though i mean are we at the point of no return like oh well No, I don't think so. I think you know there's also we talked about this a long time ago Sophie yeah. and I, about reclaiming some of the urban areas. Yeah. We were saying you know like in in New York they have this thing called the High Line yeah. which is an old railway and what they did is they just revamped the railway and mm. made it a long park that has different like installations along the yeah. can walk up and down and also we were thinking why can't we do that with our old railway or places that are run down just mm-hmm. Turn them into a green space. Even if it's a building, you don't have to break down the building. Right. You can just make it into a green space that people can walk in, yeah. and it's nature-filled with plants and animals yeah. and things like that. Uh, yeah, I think the, you could transform anything, and and I think the world is going in that direction. Mm-hmm. Urban areas becoming much more green with trees and nature. We've not done that much in Kenya, but yeah. if you look at in the in Europe and the US, even in Asia, yeah, they're starting to do. That type of I mean Singapore is greenifying the that. urban areas. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing it on in really small spaces. Mm-hmm. They're just finding ways to make the most yeah. of the spaces that they have. Yeah. I I don't know what it would take to do something like that. Sometimes you get these brilliant thoughts or ideas and you'd like to replicate them, but then you think about the process and you're just Yeah. so overwhelmed and frightened. Yeah, I know. 
It is frightening, but someone's got to do it. Someone, cojones. Who do we have? Who do we know who has lots of money and they're bored? <laughs> what do I do with my money? I know. Well, if you're bored and you have a lot of money, you can DM <laughs> us. We got lots of ideas. Lots and Slide lots. Slide into lots our of, DMs. Yes. No, see, we're trying to avoid social media. This is the problem. We've come back to it. But yes, just like for this one short moment, slide in and tell us, how would you make your neighborhood better so that it was good for families? Yeah. Yeah. What are the different ideas that you have? Uh, mm. Maybe something you've seen before, something you've just generated up in your head. Yeah. What would you like to see? How can we make our green spaces open? We've talked about many things today. We today, have. I think we're just a shooting the breeze. We're just shooting the breeze. We're exactly. we talking about the kids. We're talking about school. Our we're lives. About lives. Let us know what's happening in your nothing, life. Not in everything general. has to be structured. So no. let us know anything you're thinking about. We are here for you. <laughs> but we're not therapists. <laughs> we could be. We're here for you. We're ready to listen. But yes, let us know if you're already making plans for the new year. What are they? Are they exciting? Are they big plans? Are they tiny plans? We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being with us on this journey. And Today. follow us on the gram. Yes. We are at C-H-O-P-M-A-O-N-I. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Right? Thank Peace. you for listening. Bye. Bye.